0: Okay, so the question is that now we're dealing with somebody who is, Baruch Hashem, you're out of crisis. The crisis that you came here with, which was really horrible, was including all kinds of terrible things. And Baruch Hashem, we gave medicine called TP. We gave him a mother. We gave him a father. We backed off all these rules and consequences and boundaries, and which you did for how many years? Ten years. Well, I don't know what that means. Three, ten, years. ten years. So for ten years you you treated him a certain way and he was completely broken and now you're here one year and you say that the, the atmosphere is completely, miraculously changed and he's Baruch Hashem calm and he's Baruch Hashem loving and he is, um, all the problems on your list that you came with are gone. Now, we have a problem after one year. If we're going to continue doing this to him, he's in this bubble, right? And, He's just going to be 30 and 40 and 50 and he's never going to feel that I have to make something out of myself. Instead, he's going to continue doing nothing and he's just going to not grow. So maybe now the time to say, okay, now we do a different strategy. Because we created such a cocoon of love and without pressure, right? therefore he can't get to the next thing because what motivates people to Kadima, to move on in life, is feeling a pressure and he's not feeling that pressure. That's the question. So the answer to your question is, in Baruch Hashem, I can give you a lot of clarity. First of all, you have a a kid who had a breakdown. Ten years, you treated him in a way that just made things worse and worse and worse and brought tremendous tsar to him. In one year, this medicine has changed his mindset. To an incredible degree. You would be a fool to stop doing this. Because, first of all, even if he would need the other treatment, it's only one year. After 10 years of this, maybe then you can consider it. Two years, three years. But now, he would, because of the 10 years of trauma of being attacked, feeling attacked, mis- judged, not validated, all of that, which caused him so much pain and pain and pain, you, even if it would be right, cannot be those parents to make him feel uncomfortable because of of what he suffered through now, if from the beginning it was the first day and you treated him with TP then you would have the question and I'm going to answer you anyway but even if you would be right or if there's a suffix that maybe he needs a different treatment not from you as long as you live number one number two we have, a, some, we have somebody who's dysfunctional somebody has a heart attack Think think physical God forbid cancer, whatever. They're in a wheelchair. They're in the hospital. They can't breathe. They get it, and we started treatment. And the treatment is miraculous. I mean, every problem that we had on our list is gone. Now, he's not walking the marathon, not running the marathon yet, but out of the wheelchair, able to eat on his own, able to digest food, no, no breathing tubes, like all those massive problems are gone. He's still not functioning though. So the, the, the treatment moved him from 104 fever to 103 fever to 102 fever to 101 fever. Why on earth would we change? Why wouldn't we say now it's even easier to do TP because we don't have to worry about these blow-ups and the violence and the craziness. Now let's double down on everything we did and watch his brain heal Next, when you don't have experience with this, and you're the most these are the most wonderful parents, the most. One, oh yes. and you don't have experience, then every day you're going to come up with another reason to have anxiety. And if there's a day that you don't feel that you have anxiety, you're going to have anxiety. Why don't I have anxiety? Maybe I'm dead. Maybe I, did I die? Maybe I lost all feeling. I. Why am I not nervous, right? And this is Jewish parenting until you die. Because if you finally manage to marry off the kids and whatever, then you start panicking about the grandchildren. It never ends. So, you need to smoke weed and chill out. Yes. <laughs> Can you give me a and everybody, <laughs> yes, and everybody here will be relaxed because everything's going just fine. And the way that this works is, the way that this works is, is that you're taking somebody dysfunctional and you are making him functional. And the only way to go from dysfunction to fully functional is to go through the process that you're doing. And this cocoon is not gonna make him not want to become normal like his mom and dad and aunt, brothers and sisters aunts and uncles and neighbors and cousins and is also the cocoon is not going to stop him when he can he will he's not ready to function we're just a year away from hell from gehenna from throw him out of the house from him not living in the house from calling Hatzalah and Shomrim and 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 what do you guys call over there the the, the all the different people Shmira and uh, no you have Shmira right and Shmira and you had Shmira and Shomrim on the case and Hatzalah and what a chaverim as even was involved ask well Baruch Hashem not Askim, okay that's the only organization you didn't call. It was the only one. And, we, and, and and you were worried about him, but we were worried about you and your shalom bias. And the fighting and the arguing and the tension dissolved. And now we have a dysfunctional child whose years physically may be 29, but he's just beginning to live. He can't keep a job. He can't go to school. He has a lot of healing to do till he could face the world and function on a steady basis. But you know what he has that he didn't have a year ago? You. He has a mommy and a daddy who threw away this whole power oh, what do you call it? Not power struggle. Power you trip. power trip. You are you are you were power hungry. You were Putin. I'm gonna tell him and I'm gonna show him and I'm gonna fix him and I'm gonna th- throw it out. You cannot do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're going, you're, you're so cute. You're going, me? And your wife's going, you don't control you're none, your whole job is to spoil him until the day you die. You are not hindering his, his recovery. You are not hindering his growth and he will outshine and outdo all of your expectations by just boost him. Just take all this thing, this 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 thing that's in your head, that's programmed into your head from the Goyim and from worry and from pain and just let it go. Your whole job is to make him smile and laugh. That's your whole job. And the more you spoil him, the less spoiled he will be. The more you take him on vacation, the quicker he will learn how to have a job and keep a job. And you can't hold him back. Mashal Lama hadaver daima. Imagine. That's an introduction. That's not an end. Mashal Lama hadaver daima. A guy, a guy like us, a regular guy, goes skiing, gets into a ski accident, and he's lying in bed, broken everything. And it's horrible, right? So they come and he's lying, they bring him home finally, he's in a body cast from head to toe. Can't go to work, can't go to Davin, can't help out with the kids, can't help his wife, can't take out the garbage, can't cook, can't do anything. He goes, mm, mm, all of a sudden they come and they stick straw in his mouth. Delicious. And then every, uh, all of a sudden, painkillers, painkillers. A lot of men are thinking, this is not bad. (laughs) A lot of men are thinking, really? Can't go to work, can't provide for the kids, can't help his wife, no pressure? This guy has the life, right? You understand, most men spend most of the time in the bathroom, hoping that maybe there, maybe that's their safe zone. Now, what do you mean I could be lying in bed? And then I'll go, uh and also they'll put up this in front of me, this this let's be kind, Torashir, this Ramailhbidaman, this Rib Yali Roth, let's be kind and, and I'll go uh change the channel, right? And and then after like you know, he starts to regain some of his feelings and his legs and his arms, he's gonna think to himself, you know, if I'm smart, I am not gonna get out of bed. Because this is the life no he's not going he can't wait to function to deal with life to build back his life as nice as it was with daily foot massages and if, no matter what you do to him, he wants to be normal. your son you will not be able to stop him take it out of your brain that pressure will make him do pressure if anything will make him crush. He has in his mind so much pressure and it's holding him back. He needs to heal. He needs to heal for years, for years from the pain that destroyed his life. Even if it's not true, and there would be a time to do pressure, you don't know when it is. You have no way of knowing, and and it's not true. But I'm saying, even if you think now maybe Avi's wrong, and even if some you go to pay somebody a lot of money and they'll tell you, you're enabling him First of all, you did 10 years of listening to those people. How'd that work out for you? In one year, we did more than those 10 years. Trust me on this. But even if you think that you can do it, you don't know when and you don't know where. So the example that I give for this, that's an introduction. There are two things that start with PT, not TP, PT. Physical therapist and a personal trainer. Both of them are... are, Seem very similar. But they couldn't, be, they couldn't be further apart. If you're healthy, you go to the gym, you get a personal trainer, and he's going to push you. You're able to do 10, do 11, do 12. Probably nobody ever died on his watch. You'll sweat, you'll curse him, but you'll come back next week and, and that's it. He doesn't really have much to worry about. A physical therapist is going to push you, but he's not going to push you one drop more than you can do with your previously traumatized arm. Because if he goes one drop more, it'll re-traumatize and break the arm. He's helping somebody walk. He'll push you for that third step, but not for the fourth step. And even if you want, I'll say not today. Because he knows, he's trained, when to push and when not to push. You are not trained. And even if there would be a reason to push or a time to push, if you get it wrong once, you're back to 11 years ago. You'll re-traumatize him. You'll break the trust that you worked so hard to build. He'll say, my parents don't understand me. They're pressuring me. And pressure leads kids in pain. And a lot of other people too. A lot of people. Everybody assumes, this is so interesting, with regular people. The wife is going to pressure the husband. The husband is going to pressure the wife. Everybody pressures everybody around because that's what they need. But nobody likes it when people are pressuring them. You like when your wife pressures you? Do, I'm sure that you're great, you're great, but I'm sure that there are, there are you love it, right? There's, there's words for that. People who like to, to be tortured. Don't, don't come, where are you going? They're perfect. Okay, there's words for that. Nobody thinks that pressure is good for them. Uh, everybody wants to fix everybody else with pressure. Oh, he has it too easy. He has it too easy. You go to Hashem. You want Hashem to say that to you? No. Say, Hashem, please give it to me so easy. Please, Hashem. Please, Hashem. Give me an easy life. Give me. You'll see. I'll do good. I'll learn more. I'll daven more. Only with good. Only with good. So I broke it down in several ways. Number one, don't change the medicine. Don't... This is my Satan. Don't think... Trust me on this. The same way I got you from where you were to where you are, please, I want to get you all the way maximum functioning. I want to see him walking down that chuppah. Today we can celebrate a T.P. family that came to me with one of the absolute worst cases. The kid was severely traumatized. The kid was angry. The kid was full of pain. He was suicidal. They called me on an Erev Pesach. As I I was going into the Daven, Uh, right then my phone rang, that he called his parents. They live in New York. He called from India. And he said, I'm calling to say goodbye. I'm killing myself now. And they didn't know where in India he is. They didn't have an address. Can you, do you understand the hell that they went through? They didn't know where to find him. So, you know, you call Chabad, you try this. They didn't even know where he is. They didn't know where he's Somewhere in India, I have the stuff to kill myself. I'm calling to say goodbye. It was the scariest thing in the world. And with the grace of Hashem, with tremendous yalta deshmaiah and a lot of hard work of doing TP, they got him. They embraced him. They put up with all the stuff that all of you. I mean, this was a tough case, and he got married k'das mayshev Yisrael, and today he had his first baby. They sent this to me. I sh- I'm sharing it to give you chizuk that it can't if it can happen. To him, it could happen to all of you. This is so hard. But they were really committed. They really listened. They listened and they made the program work. They did everything to the max. They did everything. We went through so much. I have so many flashbacks of years of pain and then relapse and then drugs and then relapse. It was hard. It was really, really, really hard. Miracles do happen, they texted me. Never thought I would experience this moment nine years ago. Thank you, thank you. And the wife wrote, Yes, Khazdi Hashem, and thanks to your guidance, Avi, we are forever grateful. Haidul Hashem Hashem Kitayv And he came and he spoke at the Kashanashi Shabbaton this boy. And you should see you take a look at him. And for a Chabad family, the most important thing is what? He has a beard. Yes. Yes. It comes before pants. before tzitzis, doesn't matter he has a beard and he's from and he's their kindest, sweetest most amazing kid in the world so when you get these ideas that come from who, from where say to yourself, all those times that I had these ideas in my head until now, didn't work for this kid, didn't work didn't work, today people need encouragement, idud you're amazing don't change don't work. No, but I got a job. I remember when you were sitting here and he got a job. And you got a, you got a glimpse of what he will be like when he's able to function. You got a glimpse how happy he was. What did you get? You got maximum son, maximum respect, maximum caring for you, maximum Yiddishkeit. Everything fell into place. Cause all he wants to do is function, but he can't. And he can't cause somebody stabbed him. Your job is to be a bomb, B-A-L-M for his pain, to soothe him, to soothe him and to be encouraging. And if you think he could do better, he knows that that's what you're thinking. They know what you're thinking. You're wrong. And with your wrong thinking, you're crushing him. With You're wrong. He can't do better. And with your wrong thinking, you're now adding into him into him pain in his brain. My father thinks I'm a loser. My mother looks down at me. They, they, they are not getting the not feeling. My huh? Not my wife. I'm, I'm saying other kids, right? Don't, okay, that's fine. Um, thank you. So you're adding to, to the pressure that will, God forbid, break him again. And it comes from, because you don't believe in him. You still don't believe in him. You still believe he's going to take the easy way out. He's proven to you a thousand times that he's not going to take the easy way out. And you still think, we're going to give him, we're enabling, he's a Goyeshu. Hold up, hang on, hang on. Sir, when I'm done, you may talk. Be a TP dad. Be a Karachim of al-banim. Just take him on a trip. Just massage his nefesh with compliments. Just believe in him. You can't do anything, even if it would be something to do. And I am telling you, I don't tell everybody what to do. I am telling you, I will sign my name to it in blood. There is nothing to do. And this is what you need to do. And this is enough with Hashem's help. You, he will fly. He will soar. He needs to, the, he needs healing. And until he gets healthy. And even when he gets healthy and even when for the rest of your life, it's only I'm on your side. What can I do for you? What can I do to make your life better? I'm dealing now with a family that had a kip 10 years ago and the kids in Kylo and learning and all they tell their son is what can I do to make your life easier? And every time they do that it gives him the strength to go on. He's married, he has kids but you know what? He gets extra vacations, he gets extra money because pressure is not good for him. So stick to the plan until I change the plan and you'll see. I'm very, 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 very good at not changing plans that are working, okay? You couldn't have imagined in one year. Do you remember your hell that you were in a year ago? A year ago. I remember when I was sitting on the couch when you called me three years ago, and I said, come, and you didn't come. And then two years ago, I said, come, and you didn't come. And then one year ago, I said, come, and you... Okay, you came. Right? And just to to tell you how proud I am of you, I have the most admiration for you. Some people it's easy, good. But for the ones where it's hard and you have to work on yourself, I've never seen anybody work on themselves like TP parents who it's hard for. It's hard to give up. It's hard to just go with the flow. It's hard to believe. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard. But I remember the second day of training when you guys were sitting right there. You were sitting there? Yeah. Right? And when you spoke and I wish it was recorded the words that you said you said I can't believe it took me so long you said you said such words that are powerful after two days of TP parenting of TP training you said I can't believe I was wrong for so many years I can't believe it took me so long to get here and your wife broke down and cried and said I've been waiting to hear this for years so don't make me make her cry again you're doing great let go